1: So, here we are again then.
0: Hey, That's what you week,
1: normally say. I
2: That's do. That's what you normally say. Yeah, week two. Week two of, uh, <laughs> week two of lockdown three. Is <laughs> it lockdown
1: three? It is yeah. lockdown three. And yeah. this, this week on Customer Experience R&R, we're going international. It's time yeah. to break out from the southwest. And yes. um, we're going all the way over to the US of A. And uh, we're going to be, so Arizona, in fact. And I had the pleasure of speaking to David Wax from Handwritten, um, which is an organization which has put some tech into something that, well, you might not think might get a bit, sort of a tech over, overhaul really. So um, it was great to be able to speak to to David. And uh, should, we, should we get on with it? Should we listen to it? Yeah,
2: the, before we do, it, and the question I need to ask, did, oh. did we understand you and did you understand him? <laughs>
1: Of course, I'm speaking the Queen's English, does not it, Eh, eh? <laughs>
2: That's my point. Anyway, yeah, let's hear what uh, let's hear what David's got to say. I'm intrigued, Pucker.
1: So, uh, thank you very much, David, for
2: joining us today
1: on our podcast. It's great to be able to get a little bit of information across from over the over the oceans, over the seas. Um, so, um, it, it's great to have you here. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll let you introduce yourself because I don't want, I don't want to, you
0: know, talk too much about things that you know loads about. So uh, David, over to you, can you introduce yourself to our listeners and our viewers? For sure. Thank you so much, Richard, for having me on your show. Uh, My name is David Wax. I am the, uh, currently the founder and CEO of a company called Handwritten, and it's H-A-N-D-W-R-Y-T-T-E-N. We are a, a company that makes Sending handwritten notes as simple as sending emails. We can get into, if you like, how we do that. But really what I'm here to do is really talk about the power of the handwritten note, whether you use us or you use any other provider out there. Um, you know, it's just there's there's such huge benefits and it's so overlooked these days. Prior to handwritten, I was uh, also in the messaging space, but more in the mobile mm-hmm. texting and push notification space. I had a company called Sell It from 2004 to 2004. 2014, uh, yeah, 2004 to 2014. That was um, sending millions of messages for brands like Abercrombie and Fitch, Toys R Us, Sam's mm-hmm. Club, Office Max, um, and uh, and then when I left that, I started this company.
1: Fantastic, well, that's a great little snapshot. Thank, thanks very much for that, uh, David. Um, so it's great to be able to get you on because we talk about customer experience. Part of what you do clearly plays into the hands, the handwritten's of customer experience, which is fantastic. But I, th- I think one of the key things that we've been speaking about recently um, is around um, the tech that's out there. Yeah. And clearly, there's some tech involved in in uh, in what you do because I think your title is head of robotics or something.
0: Mm. Uh, you call yourself, was it? Chief robot mechanic. There I don't take titles very, uh, very seriously. So I when people when when people come to my office and they say, "Can I change my title to director, or senior director?" I could care less. So I'm chief robot <laughs> mechanic. I love that. I love that. So suggestive of that there's some technology
1: involved. And, and of course, as soon as you mention technology, people go, "Oh, user experience, right?" Right. So we've got to talk about all these things that we've got to do, process maps, and we've got to make sure the user experience is really good. And and we spoke briefly before we started recording this, you mentioned the fact that you love the idea of customer experience, and that's where you believe you operate. It'd be good to hear your Mm -hmm. thoughts in in terms of that user experience, customer experience from your point of view.
0: Yeah, for sure. So when I think, you know, we're a tech company, we are a platform. Uh, We plug in with all the other platforms you might have heard, you know, like the email software and and all that. We plug in the same way through APIs and Zapier and all these integrations uh, for your tech listeners out there. But our our solution is not tech. Our solution is is held in your hand, uh, a note written in pen and ink. And the way we accomplish that, as my title suggests, is we actually have custom-built and this isn't, uh, this isn't blowing marketing smoke. This is true. We have custom built robots. Currently, we have about 115. We're adding another 10 uh, as quickly as we can. We build these robots in our facility here in Phoenix, Arizona. Each robot holds a real pen. It's the Pilot G2 ballpoint pen blue gel ink, if you want to know, but you can buy it at any office goods store. Um, and then those robots just write out the notes <laughs> in longhand. And then we have solutions for uh, tech solutions for QA. And ensuring that your note gets stuffed and, and sent, but yeah. so all that tech, people then pigeonhole us in UI and uh, user interaction, user or I guess UX, user experience. But when I think UX, I think of graphic design, the flow of a website, uh, po- you know, maybe a conversion funnel, um, tailoring the website to the user. But our solution goes well beyond that. Yes. We can help with con- conversion funnels. We can send handwritten notes to users after they've made a purchase on your website. But what about a, a UX solution or really CX solution for your non-online users, your retail users, the people that call up your site or call up your company? Um, you know, somebody that buys a car at your auto dealership. You know, those are the types of things we're talking about. Um, how how we can really create a better customer experience online and offline mm-hmm. so that's that's why i was really excited to be on your show richard because i love talking about that not mm-hmm. just um not just helping build out an online experience no absolutely and i, I think um the the the
1: tech piece and we, we the terminology we use is, is is tech is out there absolutely but you got to you got to you've got to wrap tech in love and yeah. something like that handwritten note Yes, it's, it's, it's written by, you know, some technology there. It, it, but it's it, it's robot written, which for me right. is absolutely amazing. It's, it's, it's another part of an experience because we're moving into this world and everything is changing. We find ourselves in a pandemic where everything is changing. So yeah. this is not unusual. This is not something that people go, oh, well, it, it doesn't mean anything then. Does it still well,
0: mean something? How, does it still mean something to the, to customers? For one, they might not know. Uh, I would say, um, I would say 90 to 95, 98 percent. You know, I when I walk around our office and I see notes written in handwriting styles I'm not used to, I'm flabbergasted that they're written by a robot. And I see the robot spitting out the note on the other end. For the handwriting styles I'm highly used to that I've been looking at for six years, yeah, I, I recognize them as being written by a robot. But the average consumer won't. Um, if you hand somebody one of our notes. And you say, or you mail them a note, and uh, you say, "Hey, what did you think of that note I sent?" And they'll say, "Thank you so much. It's sitting on my desk. I really thought that was quite thoughtful." If you send them a note and you say, "What did you think of this robot-written note?" Mm-hmm. or "Did you think this note was written by a robot?" that changes yeah. their, you know, their context yeah, yeah. and the perception and their scrutiny, mm-hmm. all of that. So there is that. You know, in the United States, a lot of people. Um, I guess, depending on your political leaning, will get a Christmas card from the president, you know, Obama, Trump, Biden, whatever. Mm -hmm. And they'll get that Christmas card and they'll frame it or they'll put it on their mantle. Do you really think the Christmas card was written by Biden or Trump? No, absolutely not. Or if the CEO of big corporation prior to handwritten were to send you a note, would you really expect that CEO to send you the note? No, maybe they had a person do it on their behalf. And you know that, you, you logically know that that CEO didn't write it to you, but it was still quite thoughtful for them to send it to you. Yeah, The big example that I've used on a few podcasts, just because it's so, it, it touches home. Um, we have a customer or a client, they're a piano tuning. Uh, it's a small business that tunes pianos and they go into the um, customer's home once a year, they tune that piano and then they're not in that home again for another year. Um, but what they've set up is an automation using our system. And by the way, you don't have to automate. You can go in and send one-off notes or upload spreadsheets, whatever, but they went and, and they created an, auto, an automation where every time they tune a piano, they send a thank you note. And so that note goes out. And then a year later, they're back in the home and they see those handwritten notes from a year ago, still sitting on pianos. Mm-hmm. And you're just not going to get that level of, um, of remembering of stickiness Mm -hmm. um, with any other medium. Nobody's going to print out an email and stick it to their piano or take a screenshot of a text message or a Slack or a push or whatever. They're not going to do that. But a handwritten note holds particular significance and people not only read them open or open them, read them, but then they cherish them. So it it was really cool to hear that story. I I think that that, that's a, it's a great example to make. And interestingly enough, uh,
1: today I was actually talking to um, an engineer coming around to sort out um, from a a boiler point of view in in our house. And I was talking to him about, um, uh, it was two years since he'd last been. And it was like, why is it really that long? Oh, I should have phoned you earlier. And the only reason I phoned him was because there was a problem. and I said, well, mm-hmm. how do you mind people to, to phone you for your for the for their engineering for the return to do the service? Right. And he said, We send a letter. I said, You send a letter. He said, Yeah, we send a letter because that's the best way for people to keep that piece of paper and they put it in a pile. And then even if they don't, they immediately do something with it, they find it later and go, Oh, yeah, I must do something about that. So it fits in with your with your point there. And that's that's Absolutely. a really interesting point because. As human beings, and this is about customer experience. Customer experience is about emotion. It's pink, it's fluffy, it's all about these lovely things that keep people interacting with you and, and something like that piece of paper, um, it, it, it literally can evoke a memory, it can evoke um, a state, a place of being that people like to have been in, you know. Don't get me wrong, it mm-hmm. can also evoke some horrible memories, particularly if the bill that comes through is asking you for money. Um, right. So, <laughs> but but it, it demonstrates the impact and the power of something like that that can have on your customer or your client's experience simply through being a piece of paper.
0: It's really yep. powerful. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have a air conditioning company, very similar, and they've done the same thing with handwritten notes where it'll yeah. automatically go out. So when you I'm not exactly sure if this is an industrial air conditioning or not, but when you buy the air conditioner, you're supposed to have a follow-up appointment eight months later to retune it, get it fully, um, you know, because I guess it takes some time to break in and then you want to have a follow-up appointment, but the compliance with those follow-up appointments was quite low. So then this company started sending these handwritten notes uh, saying, Hey, you know, this is a reminder that it's time for your, your follow-up um, to ensure that everything's working in proper order. And then they got like a five times increase in follow-ups just off sending that note. What we see are handwritten notes in, or handwritten envelopes. Even if you print the inside, the envelope has a three times greater open rate if it's handwritten. And yeah. then what we're finding overall, we're not, we haven't tested printed, printed envelopes and then handwritten notes, but what we're finding overall is redemption rates can be as high as or offer response rates, I I could say, Mm -hmm. can be anywhere from 15%, or sorry, uh, yeah, 15%, or I guess in this case it was five times for one offer. So five times to 23 times higher than a printed piece. We have car dealers that get response rates 23 times higher than than printed pieces. So if they sent a printed letter, they get, whatever, and then if they send a handwritten note, they get a 23 times greater response rate. And when you divide that by the additional cost of handwritten notes, and they are certainly more expensive because if you think about it, before I write on something, I have to print it. I I need the paper already printed. So it's always an additional cost on top of the printing. Uh, So they're still seeing a seven times greater ROI once you take into account the additional cost of of handwritten versus print. Um, so it's it's very compelling for these organizations, but it's not just um, calls to action like come in and get your car, um, you know, uh, checked up or or turned in for a new car. It can be simply, you know, to your point of pink and fluffy, or just doing thank you notes. I mean, yeah, yeah. Especially in this day and age, everybody is a, is lonely with COVID. <laughs> They're sitting at home. Uh, they don't realize that people care about them, and it can be quite powerful if you a brand or you a small business or whatever can just take a moment and say, thank you to that customer. Yeah. You know, thanks for choosing us over anything on Amazon or Alibaba or thanks for choosing our restaurant over anything else on Yelp or Google, you know, it's tremendously impactful just to say thank you because so few people take the time to do that anymore. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And I think, um, the, the, the key thing there is that the the smaller organizations um, have the ability to get a pause and look at it so you've got a smaller amount of customers client base etc you can mm-hmm. think okay I'm going to contact everybody and I will r- r- you know write them a, um, a Christmas card and I will write them you know we have right. teams, we have teams of researchers um, in our in our areas and we, we send them a Christmas card so and I know and I write them because there's not that many of them um, right but as it, as it scales, as it grows and grows and grows, this is an interesting one from a customer experience, whole journey point of view. This is where organizations can either win or lose because as it grows, the, the touch points and the, the areas where things can possibly go wrong multiply because there's more yep. room for error so if you can provide something that is still demonstrating um a connection that emotional connection with with people and, 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 it, and it and it and it connects with that idea of the old old times or oh, when people used to write letters oh when people used to answer telephones and speak to you and all of those things people like them and and that's, you know it, it if if there is something that is available and that they doesn't come across as being oh that's written by a robot, but actually I know it's written by a robot, but actually it looks nicer than a typed out mm-hmm. email. Yeah. Then I think I think those larger organisations there's there's potential for them to keep the loyalty and keep those customers customers um, in, in a better frame of mind. And to your point with pan- the pandemic the way it is, you know it really is the distance between organizations and customers can be getting further away. Although there's remote and there's online and there's e-commerce people can be closer than ever actually because of the technology, it can actually seem like you're further away, particularly as an organization grows. So from a customer experience point of view, you know, we're really keen ourselves to think about the tech that's behind it. You know?
0: Yeah, we have a, you know, and, and this is useful for reaching out to customers. We have a, um, supplement, a vitamin uh, brand, a uh, very large vitamin brand in the States. And when, when the virus broke out here in uh, America, the CEO sent a handwritten note to all his employees. So you can think of it internally as well. And you know that <laughs> yeah. note that we sent was written, uh, he, he opted not to write it in his handwriting style, but he wrote it and he included his signature. So we duplicated his signature, yeah. It was a quite long note, probably longer than I'd recommend. But um, we we wrote this long note for him, and then those notes all went back to their um, uh, their admin staff, who then packaged those notes with a goodie bag or a goodie box that was then shipped to every employee to let them know they all they're they're caring about them. So it's customer experience and it's employee yeah. experience. I mean, it could be used in so many different ways. Yeah. Um, and then actually for kind of the uh, the anonymous customer, you know, when, when you open up a box that you ship to them, but you don't really have any information and perhaps, you know, oftentimes if you're an e-tailer or retailer, you can slip in the note in advance, but if you're packaging your product for delivery through a third party, like, uh, Amazon or somebody mm-hmm. else, you don't have that control. So stick a note in that box in advance. It might not be personalized with their name, but it still says, Hey, we really appreciate you purchasing our product. And in those cases, because it's not um, dynamically generated with the user's or the customer's name, it's just, you know, dear customer or thanks so much. And it doesn't say the name, you know, it doesn't say dear Richard. Mm -hmm. In those cases, we're not limited to converting text to handwriting, handwriting to pen. In those instances, we can convert an image, a scrawl directly to pen, so what we have is we have this really cool way of, we, we would ask you to send us five or 10 different um, little scrawled notes. They could include like a little doodle drawing or whatever. And then we, we replicate thousands of these and then they're just inserted with products. Um, and what's cool about it is mm-hmm. it's a surprise and delight moment for the customer. And it's so much of a surprise and delight. They end up Instagramming and tweeting these photos out um, and they're they're totally organic. You you cannot tell it was written by a robot because it it's indistinguishable. I mean, they're just yeah. uh, scrawls on paper, yeah. and that's worked very well for many of our clients as well. It's fantastic, and I I, I think
1: uh, this combination of um, of, of, of human beings and tech and the ideas that we can come up with you know can be enhanced all the time by what's available out there and it really is it really is um, the way forward uh, uh, in terms of keeping those customers loyal retaining them because and also from a a, um, a marketing point of view you know you, you're mentioning people taking photos of that instagramming and doing whatever you you can't you can't you can't uh, pay money for that for those customers exactly. you know that 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 emotional connection and say wow people i need to tell people about this is, is where we want to get as organizations because we're del- delighting our customers and it makes them feel good and it, and it, and it helps the business you know businesses can grow etc so there's loads going on so what what's what's next i mean you know ro- robots writing notes What's what's next? What's going to go? What's going to be going on for the rest of the year? Are you focusing mainly on this, or are there other developments in terms of where you might get to with this sort of this sort of? Um,
0: yeah, the the overall product that the consumer sees or the recipient sees isn't going to change very much, but mm-hmm. um, there's some stuff happening on our platform to make it even easier. Right now, you can go on and, and send one-off notes or upload spreadsheets of notes, but there's no. There's no idea of a customer journey through that. It's just a one-off note or a birthday note, that type of thing. We're going to add a whole campaign manager that'll make this even easier. Um, We're also rolling out a Shopify integration directly. Right now, um, you can integrate with Shopify through something called Zapier. And for your Mm -hmm. listeners, if they're not familiar with Zapier, it's worth a look because it's super cool. Basically, um, Zapier lets you connect pretty much any CRM system to any software as a service out there, or, you know, you can connect multiple touch points, very multiple systems very easily. And so um, you can connect handwritten through Zapier uh, to Shopify that way, but we're just going to go direct. So you can set up easy rules like, you know, when, when somebody makes their first purchase or when they register or when they hit a certain purchase threshold, send them a handwritten card yeah. um, and maybe including a, uh, a coupon or something like that. That's all Going to be um, through Zap, uh, through Shopify, but really it's the um, the campaign management tools, some multi-user tools for large organizations Mm -hmm. to make it easier to track all um, user usage. Right now, you can do it if you use our Salesforce.com integration, um, but but not directly through handwritten. So we're going to be adding that. Um, You know, we're always looking to improve the, the quality of our handwriting so that's an ongoing thing our scalability as far as how many robots we have um that's that's ongoing but uh but the end product is 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 gonna stay pretty much the same I, I feel we're not getting into you know yeah. glitter bombs or anything like yeah. that <laughs> no it sounds fantastic and it's a it's a
1: it's a great uh, a great tool and I think the whole idea of being able to um, integrate it into the customer journey that's a that's lovely because you know from a customer experience point of view we're often left with these these thoughts at the end there's a peak end rule where you know you leave them with something that's great to remember because customer experience is, is memories it's all memories out yes. there it's not actually what happened it's what you remember and those little touch points if we can get those right i think that's one of the key things for our listeners and our, our viewers to think about you know get those little touch points right with something like the handwritten or even if it's just picking up the telephone to somebody you know, those make the biggest difference for your customers going forward. Yep. David, this has been brilliant to speak to you. Unfortunately, we're sort of running out of time, but um, in terms of getting in contact with you, if any of our listeners or our viewers would like to uh, learn more, where do they need to go? What do they need
0: to do? Yeah. You could just email me David at handwritten and it's dot N.com. Or I'm on Twitter, but it's, it's a bit tough. It's David B as in boy, W A C H S or at handwritten on Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. You can find me on all the social platforms that way. You're not going to find any other David handwriting robot on LinkedIn. So it's easy (laughs) that way. If you want to get a free sample kit, go to handwritten.com click uh, the business tab and just fill in the info. We'll send you a whole big kit. Um, Or if you sign up to handwritten and just enter the code podcast when you sign up, you'll get $5 in free credit so you can try the service for yourself. It's not expensive. $5 will get you a card. So okay. uh, yeah, I, I truly appreciate being on your show, Richard. This has been fun. No,
1: fantastic. Great to speak to you, David. Have a great rest of the day. And um, thank you very much, all the viewers and listeners. Uh, we'll see you soon. Cheerio. Superb, David. That's brilliant. Thank you very much. Right, there he was, David from... The US, what Phoenix, Arizona. What did you reckon? Well, what you reckon? uh, what I reckon, what, what,
2: uh, what a clever idea what <laughs> robots. A, robots. I know, I, you know, what was it? 100 odd robots, you've got 10 yeah. ones on the payroll, so to speak. Um, what, no, what, 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 a, what a really, really clever idea. I think, um, for me, there was, a, there was a couple of things that that really blew me away when I was watching that, but the first thing was he's taken a really simple idea uh which is you know everyone loves a handwritten note don't they? everybody loves to get a letter that's not been typed or is personalized to them and um he's not only mechanized that but he's made the ability to be able to buy that kind of service really simple and he's clearly got plans to make that even simpler um and I love the fact he calls himself the chief robot mechanic. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> it's a great uh, title. It's, a great, it's title. a great title. I love though. it. I, I, love it. I love it. <laughs> the, the, the one thing that really stuck out for me, the, 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 the point I'm really coming to to answer your question yeah. is, um, is I really liked the fact that he talked about surprising and delighting people that use his service with their clients when they think, you know, whether it's from the president or whoever, they're getting a hand written no Mm -hmm. and um it really put me in mind of the little big things that we talk about a lot rich on here you know they're going that extra mile making that extra effort uh for your customers your clients um and i wonder i I just wonder how many how many other sort of uh old-fashioned ideas uh, that can be evangelized in the new world of customer experience and then the other thing I thought was really clever was um, this how he how he clearly sells this to his clients around the fact that there is much more engagement with them as clients and there's a greater return on investment. So mm. yeah, really clever idea.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not just something that you think about and go, I know let's let's automate this when we don't need to. Um, but you know, if there is going to be a return on that investment, then fantastic, why not? Because the customer is going to be getting a better service as well. You know, mm. it's not just about you making more out of this, this whole activity. It's saying to the customer, look, we're going to give you a better service. And when I initially started speaking to David, it was really interesting because I did ask him about this and you know, is, it, is this really about customer experience because we're, we're turning something into tech, you know, we're automating it. Aren't we taking it further away from people? But actually, as I mentioned before, you know, we it's not so much as wrapping that tech in love, isn't it? It is still tech and we're all intelligent people. And the majority of people are going to go, Oh, it's, it's clearly a mass produced thing. However, for me, there's also still that connection with handwritten notes or posted, something goes through the post, some other human being has had something to do with that. It has been brought to your door, it has been put through the door by somebody. So there's more effort within that. And and, and I think that 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 connects with us more on that emotional level. You know, if you did have an email that came through to, from somebody, they're great. And don't get me wrong, there's always place for all of these things, omnichannel, great wording. You know, you've got to think about all the different areas, but He's right, do we print that off? Do we then go, oh, I'm going to keep this email? Probably not. But if something comes through the door, if somebody's had been putting something in an envelope or even a a machine has been putting something in an envelope and it's come all the way there and it's come through your door, then there is that likelihood that you're going to keep it and you're going to refer to it. And actually you're going to go, yeah, there's more value to it. So actually I think about it more and more. I'm I'm warming to the idea and I think it's a great way of of moving things forward to your point.
2: I loved... um... I love the example he gave of the uh the piano tuner Mm -hmm. using the letter uh you know uh, so that every year that that letter was left on the piano to remind (laughs) you know the, the 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 family that needed the piano tuning it's just such a such a simple simple idea and you know organizations that um that, that really understand, you know, the, the, the going the extra mile, the, the creating the memories, the, the little big things, the surprise, yeah. the light, you know, they are really successful. And um, yeah, it just epitomized what mm-hmm. I think, that you know, what, he's taken a really great idea and he's grounded it in creating a memory.
1: And he's kept it, and as he referred to, he's kept it within the customer experience world. He's mm. talking about the whole experience. It's not just a piece of tech. Um, that's shiny and new and is going to solve everybody's problems. It's something that's used within your whole customer experience. So I think that's another key thing. And it's all the things we talk about, isn't it? We talk about all of these different areas, these different tips we talk about. You can't just do the one thing on its own. You've got to have this journey that your, Mm -hmm. your clients, your customers are going on. And when you add in the right things, they all add up, don't they? They keep adding value and the experience that your clients, your customers have gets better and better. Yeah. Um yeah. so uh, yeah. I think it's a great example of that and it was really really great to be able to interview uh interview David and I thank him again for you know coming on board and giving us his thoughts and letting us know what he's up to over in uh, in America. Um so yeah, 29 countries listening to the podcasts. We've now got uh, people talking uh on our podcast from from international waters. So if there's anybody else out there who'd like to uh, get involved let let's know.
2: know Here we it. are, you know. <laughs> I'd love to hear what other people are doing around the globe. So please like, share, comment. Uh, let's let's broaden the conversation in, in 2021. Let's yeah. make uh, you know. I talk about this a lot to my clients. Evangelizing customer service is more is much simpler than you think. Um, evangelizing customer experience is slightly more tricky. Yeah. So the more we talk about that, I think the better uh, we'll all become at it. So and, uh, and of course, all coming from the hub
1: of custom world, customer experience, the southwest of England. Uh, what more could anybody want uh, really? I think it's cool. fantastic. So please do like um, comment and share the podcast in the usual ways. Um, and then we will be back next week with Bye some next more week. interesting and exciting insights and commentary on the world of customer experience with my good
2: self, Richard Knight. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm Ryan Huxdall and look forward to chatting to you next week.